Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight today is Andrew Goner. Andrew is the head bowling coach at St. Francis University. Andrew, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really excited to be on the podcast. You guys do an amazing job with it, so excited to talk some bowling tonight. Andrew, this is your first year coaching at St. Francis. What were you hoping to bring with you from some of your previous coaching gigs? Um, I think some of the things I wanted to bring, um, they had been really successful the previous year. Um, we had five seniors returning, so I knew uh, we could do a lot of things. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, change for them was a little bit of a change of mindset about how we were going to attack tournament days and how we handled practices. Uh, Practice-wise, we focused a lot on individual physical game improvements and lane play. Um, and then come tournament time, uh, a lot of communication. I think that's probably um, one of the areas we've seen a huge improvement. Um, and then consistency, um, average-wise, I mean, they were all great last year. Um, we have five seniors, so, you know, you have a lot of good leadership. Um, and then uh, got in here a little late, so it's really about getting me incorporated with everything they do and uh, creating some good relationships and a lot of trust among, you know, coach, player. What are what are some of the similarities and some of the differences you've seen uh, uh, between Clark University and, and St. Francis? Now, how, how similar different other schools and programs, mm-hmm. philosophies, that kind of stuff? I would say they're more similar than different. Um, as far as school size, um, there, there were three things I really – wanted to see when I went on my interview to St. Francis. Uh, one was school size. I feel like me at a smaller school is a better fit. Um, the school size of St. Francis is um, really amazing. It's spread out, but not too big. You can get across campus in under 10 minutes, usually in five minutes. Um, academically, they're both great. Uh, the, a lot of the academic strengths were similar. Clark was really great at nursing. St. Francis is really great at nursing. It's great at PT, AT, um, OT, education. Their business department is amazing. Uh, The biggest difference is going from an NAI school where I was managing, overseeing uh, two teams, men and women, uh, to an NCA school where you just have uh, a women's team and the roster size is a lot smaller comparatively. All right. Well, what advice do you have for some high school players out there that are looking to bowl collegiately and uh, and some tips maybe they should take away from their high school game and start preparing themselves for when they go to college? Absolutely. I think the number one uh, piece of advice is um, get with a good coach um, and then soak in as much information as you can. Um, and the try and limit how many different voices you are listening to. Um, I think it's real hard to put into action um, something one person is telling you when you have two or three other people 
um, telling you the same thing either differently or telling you different things. Uh, so find a good coach, soak in all the information you can. Um, and then when it comes to spares, spares are really important. Um, work on going straight at, straight at all the spares uh, as often as possible um, and try and get uh, spare practice in regular, regularly. Um, I think that will that definitely translates to the collegiate game. Um, and then the last piece of advice would be, you know, get out in, in tournaments outside of high school if, if they can. Um, and if they can also get on sport conditions, uh, be it a summer league or be it at a, at a tournament. You brought up the spare shooting thing, and I'm glad you brought that mm-hmm. up because that, that is something that I think a lot of people, you know, do overlook. And, and as the scores, you know, at times scoring pace gets high. Now, that's not a sports shot, but, you know, when we get used to seeing a frequency of high numbers and people averaging pretty high in mm-hmm. leagues, a lot of times uh, sort of the art of spare shooting is sort of gone. And one of the things that I was just having a, a real interesting discussion uh, with was regarding the fact that you look at a couple of the best spare shooters ever in the history of our sport, Walter Ray Williams and Norm Duke, right? And Mm -hmm. what I think is so fascinating is really they are about two of the only players I know of that actually throw the ball slower on their second ball Hmm. than they do their first ball. What are some of the, some of the keys that you, uh, you know, try to instill in a player looking to improve their spare game? What do they have to do to get better? Uh, I would say the first thing is mindset um, and attitude. Uh, being able to clear your mind of what happened, uh, you know, on your strike shot and being all present on that spare shot. Um, you can only control the shot at hand. I think in practice, making sure that you have the right system in place to give you the most uh, margin of error, just like we try to get margin of error on strike shots. You can do the same thing on spare shots with the correct system. Um and I, I think, you know, having a similar ball speed, either either a mile per hour quicker or slower or the same, um, just so, you know, you have that same amount of control and you're not adding in different factors from a strike shot to a spare shot. You want to keep them as similar as possible. So when you talk about bowling on sport patterns and preparing ourselves for college and even past college, I guess, let's say, do you encourage mm-hmm. your team, and you'll have to forgive me if this is against NCAA rules, but do you encourage them to bowl comp- like PWBA events if they can in the summer in between their, their, you know, when they're not in school and, and to get out and as bowl as much competitive stuff as they can? Or is it something you'd rather have them practicing and working on spares or working on a release or something? I think it's an individual basis. Um, I know – uh, junior gold for the, the youth um, bowlers is a big thing in the summer. And, you know, they'll, you know, we'll wrap up uh, hopefully April here for this season. Uh, they'll take a little bit of time off and we'll, we'll create a practice plan. Um, with that practice plan, the first thing I'll ask them is if they plan to do junior gold or um, other tours in the summer and kind of build it around that. Um, so if they're doing other tours, um, or junior gold, we want to make sure that they are um, peaking and ready and everything is repeatable come that time. If they're not, um, it's more of a long-term summer plan um, and a lot of, you know, texting back and forth, um, phone calls, getting videos, and uh, just making sure everyone's on the right path. Um, I, I think 
if we had to redo stair systems, that's something we would do uh, when they got back to campus because that's easier to um, oversee when I'd be right next to them. But yeah, I would definitely, you know, encourage it for them. Um, on the NAI side, when I was at Clark, uh, you know, it seemed the team we had there, uh, if we weren't competing ourselves, they were always off somewhere else. The NCA rule is they can't compete while school is in session. Um, but let's say there's a, uh, university break. So spring break, they could go bowl something. Um, and then definitely, definitely the summer. Um, there's some more amateurism rules and stuff to go along with that as well, though. Hey, one of the things you mentioned earlier was about communication. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think has come up, you know, it comes up in businesses. It comes up when you're talking about, you know, just managing, you know, projects. And they always talk about how important everything is with communication. And I think a lot of people, you know, feel and know and hear about it being important, but have a hard time implementing it. So what do you do with your players in terms of trying to get them to, uh, to improve their communication? What does that mean to you and what does that mean to them? Um, I think there's a bowling aspect and then a non-bowling aspect to go with it. Um, so the bowling side this year, um, one of our first team meetings, we wanted to get kind of everything laid out. Um, and I wanted them to say it and I wanted them to uh, create it. So we talked about goals, standards, um, how we wanted practices to look, how we wanted uh, tournaments and competition to look like, what we wanted our academics to be. Um, so I think just talking through things um, and then making sure we hold people accountable. Um, but I think just the more that the more you can talk um, and be proactive about things, I think that's one of the big things with communication is being proactive. Um, you know, and if something is coming up, just making sure uh, the ladies know about it or if there's something coming up from from their end, we have multiple in doing multiple players doing internships right now. So, you know, them communicating with me about when there are conflicts and we do a really good job um, as a team and as a university about um, minimizing those. And when there are those conflicts, you know, resolving them. So, but, you know, we have, we have uh, team meetings. Um, we talk a lot on the road. We talk a lot during, competition i try to talk to all of them during during our practices throughout the week and see how they're doing and and what they have going on uh outside of bowling um and it seems like if you're as a coach not the one bringing up sometimes they don't bring it up to you so again just uh being proactive and seeing what's going on and regarding mental game how do you what are, what are some <laughs> of your tactics and your techniques to help keep their mental game strong throughout the year uh, the number one thing we do uh, is we talk about uh, positive language um, on and off the lane, you know, with each other, make sure we're always encouraging, uh, making sure the team is always first, stuff like that. Um, and then individually, um, just asking how they're talking to themselves. Um, and I think we've made uh, a great progress throughout the season uh, with that, you know, not using words like can't and don't. Um, and just making sure that, you know, they they see themselves in a good light um, and they're encouraging themselves and their teammates. Uh, we talk about confidence a lot individually. 
um, because I think confidence is another piece that goes into mental game. Um, and then uh, on a normal year, we'll have uh, the school has a sports psychologist on hand. Um, and if someone's really struggling, we make sure that they get to work with them. Um, and then we'll bring him in if needed to work with the entire team. Uh, but it's a lot of self-talk. Uh, we try to do majority of our talking as a team and individually um, themselves off the lanes before they become set and uh, get on the approach. That way when they bowl, their mind's clear and they can uh, just trust their physical game and make the shots needed. Hey, one uh, one thing you had uh, just you know, kind of jumped on there just a little bit talking about the confidence. And uh, I, from what I've seen and, and what I've experienced a little bit is a lot of times, you know, people get confidence that's, that's based on or built upon uh, some kind of a past success, but, but somebody mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, maybe hasn't experienced that success might, might be, you know, struggling or questioning that. So how do you, how do you do, you mentioned about a sports psychologist. Is there mm-hmm. some other kind of tips or techniques you have for maybe somebody to, you know, if they are struggling with their confidence to, to help boost that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you're, you're part of a team, uh, talk it through with your teammates or a coach. I know uh, we, we had a lot of role changes this year. We've had upper cla- underclassmen who um, haven't been in necessarily huge roles before that, are starting to be in those roles. Um, we had one of our um, our freshmen um, get her first playing time this year. Um, absolutely a situation she hasn't been in collegiately. And um, I think it's just getting in those situations um, and then, you know, having a support system, uh, either a team or parents or a friend or, or someone of that sort, having the support system to regardless of if you're confident in a situation or not, to also let them know that they're behind you and they believe in you. Andrew, you guys are part of the Storm family on the college side of things. Talk about what that means to the team and for the ladies out there bowling. Uh, it's been amazing. When we were at Clark, I mean, it was it was huge because of the, the roster size we had. Um, here at St. Francis, uh, being back on sponsorship has been uh, amazing for the program and something we're looking forward to uh, in the future. Uh, it gets the best equipment in our hands, um, you know, either with discount or or other ways. Um, but it's been a huge help getting um, the right equipment with the right bowler. Um, and I think it's helped us on the lanes as far as, you know, how we can play them and be in the right area. Um, and I definitely think it gives us an advantage every weekend. Um, against other teams in that aspect. Um, and then, you know, this uh, support system all the way. Um, I need to give a, a big shout-out to Deandra because she's been basically my person of contact and uh, got out here late again, and, you know, she, she was able to get us on board this year. So uh, big shout-out to her. All right. Well, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate your time and uh, want to wish you and your team the – the best of luck throughout the rest of the season and uh, look forward to having you on again sometime down the road. Excellent. Thanks guys. Thank you for everything.